As I was preparing this sermon, I read in a scripture commentary on Palm Sunday the following. The preacher assigned for Palm Sunday should seriously consider letting the power of the gospel story speak for itself. In other words, skip the sermon. Uh, Unfortunately, the bulletins had already been printed when I read that, so I was like, eh, a little late uh, for that, but, uh, but I'll try to keep it short. Let the power of the gospel story speak for itself. So I wonder then, how did this passion narrative speak to you? What character are you? With whom do you identify? Jesus? Peter? The crowd? Judas? The women? Maybe Pilate? I wonder what part of this Passion Gospel is most meaningful to you. What part you think is most important. I wonder what part of the Passion Gospel is most difficult for you to hear or to say. As we move through Holy Week, I want to invite you to live in this story, to be in the story for this week and to reflect on it, to be that character you identify with, to sit with what felt uncomfortable to hear or say, to reflect on your life in light of this passage. In the Passion Gospel, everyone but the women abandoned Jesus. In what ways do you abandon the one who never abandons us? How do you or can you follow Jesus and live a cross-shaped life? I invite you to live with those questions this Holy Week as you ponder the Passion Gospel. But I want to turn for a moment from the personal to the political, as it were, from the Passion Gospel to the Gospel for the Liturgy of the Palms and Jesus' triumphal entry into Jerusalem because I experienced a little bit of it yesterday. Yesterday, I got a high five from Jesus. I'm, I did, I swear. I got a high five from Jesus. I was at the March for Our Lives in downtown San Francisco with thousands of people there calling for sensible steps to try and reduce gun violence and with a number of other parishioners from St. John's listening to the speakers. And then we began to march down Market Street towards the Embarcadero. 
And I saw this sign and I saw the word Jesus. And as we got closer, there was Jesus. Or at least a man dressed very much like Jesus. Holding a big sign that said, Jesus loves high fives. (laughs) And gun control. (laughs) And he was facing the oncoming crowd, high-fiving everybody that came by. And I was like, I got to get a selfie with Jesus. So I went to get my selfie with Jesus. And then Jesus looked at me and said, high five, Father. (laughs) So I got a high five from Jesus. And then in that experience of marching and running into Jesus and getting a high five from Jesus, at this march about trying to meaningfully reduce gun violence that claims so many lives in our country, I remembered that the triumphal procession into Jerusalem has been compared to a protest march. The entry into Jerusalem is street theater orchestrated by Jesus as a satire of a military parade by the Roman emperor. This is the king who comes in the name of the Lord, hailed by an occupied and oppressed people with shouts of Hosanna. The Aramaic literally means save us. Save us. But this victory parade doesn't end at the palace. It continues on to Jesus' death on the cross. Instead of the peace through strength of the Pax Romana, Jesus brings peace through suffering. He saves the people by dying for them. This Sunday, this Palm Sunday, this Passion Sunday, reminds us that our salvation and our hope is in God, not in the powers and rulers of this world, whoever they may be. Jesus turns all of our expectations upside down. True power is in self-giving sacrifice, not dominion and domination. There is a common saying that Christians are to be in the world, but not of the world. In the world, but not of the world. That's what this Sunday is about. That's what the Liturgy of the Palms gospel is about. That's what the Passion gospel is about. Faithfulness to Jesus means following him to the cross. And all that the cross implies about life and death and power and suffering and self-giving love. Ultimately, Holy Week is about looking at your life, examining your life in Christ and answering the question, 
from one of my favorite hymns. Were you there when they crucified my Lord? Were you there when they crucified my Lord? Oh, sometimes it causes me to tremble, tremble, tremble. Were you there when they crucified my Lord? 